At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free as charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back mm-hmm. to you. Thank you, friend. And to you as well. Um, part two yep. this week. <sighs> well, here we are. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. So happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Let's get things started with book excellence this week. Yeah. This Again. Is, this is the read. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh, show. yeah, that. I forgot. It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm uh, Miles Morales. Mm, and I am Big Sister Naughty Nasty Nina. <laughs> and here we are, bitch. Despite it all. Ah, uh, in the face of adversity. So this week in Black Excellence, giving it over to Louisiana. Uh, and a group of dads that are doing the right thing, it seems. Um, I saw this on many people's Instagram pages uh, after a local news clip went viral, Mm -hmm. as the folks say on the internet. So unfortunately, uh, a school called Southwood High School in Shreveport had a pretty traumatic, violent week uh, where 23 students were arrested because of fighting. Some of this was even caught on clips. Yikes. I mean, caught on video. I mean, because of course it was high school fighting. Right. <laughs> so of course they I were mean, on video. All but... these kids have cameras and phones and all that anyway, so. And they're all directors because they TikTok. <laughs> and in order to do that, you need to have a shot list. You yes. have to have like, <laughs> anyway. The cinematography so, is on point with these children. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Um, so I don't even know. I never read exactly what was leading to this uh, stretch of violence. Uh, The kids were going at it. Um, three days of fighting, apparently. So I don't know what the beef was about. Um, but after things got way too crazy, Mm -hmm. a group of dads, local dads, created a group called Dads on Duty. Uh, led by, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name, Michael Lafitte. Help me. It's L-A-F-I-T-T-E. That's probably it. It's probably Lafitte or Lafitte. Okay. And so he and a group of five dads 
uh, decided that they were going to put their feet down. And they created this group, went down to the school, and offered some helping hands. And basically what they are doing, the dads on duty, is they go down to the school at least Someone from the group, whoever is available, will be out of the school in the morning. They check in with the office to make sure that they're there, you know, to let them know that they're on campus and stuff. And then they basically just go around being dads. They, you know, give off good energy and vibes and tell corny jokes uh, like your shoes untied when it's not. That's what one of the students said. That's what one of the students said. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but you like that. You like that. And it's really like... As a, a black male who attended um, public schooling in Dade County, wow, and witnessed many a fight, yeah, uh, and lots of ratchetry, I can say that sometimes when you have that spirit on campus that is there solely to give a fuck about you, not because the, you know they're getting a check, they're obligated, mm-hmm. and they're you know emanating that energy that's like if I could punch you directly in your face myself, I probably would because yeah. I'm sick and tired of your shit. Which is and even as a teen, real. I understood that <laughs> yep, and I respected it's real. it. <laughs> it's, as a teenager, you know I, mean? I understood how annoying teenagers can be. I did. <laughs> but sometimes you just need that energy that reminds you of home or a home that you would like or a home that you need mm-hmm. that comes in and is just like, even if they're telling you pull up your pants or make sure that you, you know, don't run in the hallway or whatever, it's like, you know what? I needed that. I respect that. Right. And it sounds like, you know, they're doing a, a great job. There haven't been any incidents recorded on school grounds since this whole thing started. The group of five has apparently grown to a group of 40 dads. So, oh. um, and so, you know, I just thought this was a dope story of some, you know, a black man stepping in and trying to do the right thing. And hopefully they are doing it. Now, again, it is Louisiana. A good percentage of this 40 dads have to be Boosie supporters. But that's not what we don't have to do about. that. Yep. We don't that's even we about. don't even and have to explore gonna, that. Nope. We'll just <laughs> table that concern for a time that it might. You know, some some other time, because right now is about positivity and happiness. Yes. Good things. And this is this is lovely. And I I truly understand why it seems to be working, Mm because it's just something about, you know, the deacon or whatever being at school, (laughs) just randomly seeing Deacon Harris or whatever in the hallway when you're on your way to the next class where you're like, I was going to start some shit, but I think I'm going to just keep walking. And also, like, of the 40 dads, how many of these niggas know your mama or your right. auntie? Right. That's like, what I'm saying. They from the community. You know, you know these faces. So like, you know yeah. these niggas. Yeah. So at I that see point, it's like going down to the park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, being at the cookout or yep. just, like, going to ride and bike with your friends. Like, right. Might be a little bit more comfortable. That might be what students need. Good job, guys. Yeah. Shout a beautiful story. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Shreveport. Um, oh, and I read the tab of the Brown is opening a vegan restaurant in California. So oh, that's so well. nice for her. Oh, I love that for the her. The climb. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just 
waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last airbender charms so those are gonna be the first ones that i stick on the front of these shoes and there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here so this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole here we go be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms that's c-r-o-c-s dot com go get some crocs or if you already have some which you probably do go get some gibbets let's get back to the show Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha, you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. So... If you have not your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Um, all right. So this week, as usual, we have a pop culture segment. Um Ooh, that is called Hello, niggas! <laughs> It's never good when you take my name's Winifred. What's yours? Now she did not say that. She did not say, and now you're gone. She did say that. (laughs) She did not say this pussy fell on you. Nope, this is the remix, and it was strong, (laughs) so strong, so strong. You know, th- th- I have more, but I don't. I'm tired. This is a terrible children's. Your movie, wretched right? nigga lives have all been cursed because of all the bitches twerking. I'm the worst. I put this ass on you. No, see. And now you're mine. Beautiful. Wow. It wasn't. Where is Disney to offer you a contract? I don't even. Have to, you need to be in the reboot. No, I make, don't. No, make it happen. This is happen. gorgeous. That was the reboot doesn't need to exist. Everything doesn't like. Sometimes we should just like have um, watch parties. How is it that Rocky Horror Picture Show, for all its concerns and controversy, um, can just be a film that people literally watch as it stands every single year, mm. back to back? I don't know because I've never seen that. You don't need to. The most I've seen of Rocky Horror Picture Show is when the Boondocks did a spoof of it when they was making fun of Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the funniest episodes of the Boondocks if you haven't seen it. Oh my 
<laughs> that is as much as I know about Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> it's interesting. Okay. Well, it's um very drug induced or um, fueled. Well, maybe you know, if I had some shrooms, I would sit down and I've watch seen it. it but... You know what? Maybe it's like this isn't about that. What I'm saying <laughs> is. Whatever, let's move on. Off track once again. Like, it happens so quickly. Anyway. So, Adele's back. Good for her. New single. Good for us. New album on the way. Mm Mm-hmm. And new interviews. Yep. I think she's, like, first person or one of the first people, only people to be on British Vogue and American Vogue at the same time. The cover or something. Is she? Hmm. That's what I read. Okay. It's having a time. I mean, I, I'm not surprised. Who else but Adele? But okay. Good for her. I, I, I really mean, do enjoy her as like... I simply enjoy A musician and as a person. The little bits that she gives of us when she's doing promotion for these albums. You know, she seems like a fun person to hang out and be around. So... I was watching her... Um, one of the many promotional things she's doing right now, and she did a couple for Vogue. And one of the videos she did for Vogue is where they like blindfolded her and gave her a bunch of British food, and she had to like guess what it was. I don't know if it was specifically cafe food because she apparently worked at a cafe and it was cafe themed. Oh, okay. But yeah, they had her blindfolded and then she had to guess what it was, and they gave her a whole bunch of shit that I would never put in my mouth. Um, <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> British food is once not... they got to the. <laughs> Like it's just not white British food. Like if I, when I it's <laughs> the not. few times that I have been to London, mm-hmm. I rely. Yes, mm-hmm. I rely on communities of color and ethnic Absolutely. food specifically yes. to sustain me. You have to find where the niggas reside because otherwise, period. <laughs> Child, and white people will give you beans on toast with blood sausage and call it a breakfast. <laughs> and just, tomato. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> it don't have to be some big American breakfast with three different kind of carbs and uh, lava of caramel and coffee or whatever else. But child, them Brits, you have to, you really have to find where the niggas reside. You have to go where the color leads you when you are in the United kingdom you just do but you know what at the same time they're probably over there like well you know what bitch i don't want to wake up in the motherfucking morning and have a motherfucking fat ass piece of fried bread that's fine with a side of you know they probably feel the exact same way that's what i'm saying you don't have to like american breakfast i'm just saying we're not i don't know what 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 is going on globally but (laughs) as someone who has been to london multiple times i could tell you the food, baby, just find the blacks, find the POC, find the Indians. Because what are you going to eat otherwise? Asian, like. Fish and chips <laughs> with some vinegar. And that is it. You can go That's be my best, but shepherd's pie. And it won't be seasoned. It will just be fried fish no. with n- a yeah. nary a sprinkle of anything on that thing. Under the sea. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know. I uh, love London. No, I love Black London. Yeah, great place. Love. Lovely, love nice. Love how dreary it is. Y'all are just like sunlight. Mm, fuck out of here. Of the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice mild temperatures. She was in this video as she was eating her English breakfast. <laughs> and of course, she's blindfolded, right? And so she's feeling it up. And she's like, is this fry up? And then when she reached the bacon, she screamed bacon yeah. in a way that I... Okay identified with 
Um, and I was almost emotional because wow. I was like Adele's me and me is Adele. Okay. I don't like they bacon either. It looks more like prosciutto. It always looked like y'all need to throw that back in the pan for a few more minutes and let that Yeah, crisp I don't know what we did with pork over here when we decided to make bacon. Something beautiful. But though. like Canada and 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 the UK or or British Britain England. England and other portions of the they you know, bacon for them is like ham. For yeah, us. it is. We like yeah. I just like mine fried hard. I don't know if you gotta tell them fried yeah. it harder, but Where's the crisp? It don't be right. It don't be looking right to me. But you know, that's fine. Whatever they do. I didn't even see this video of her trying out these different foods. I saw the one where they ask her a bunch of random ass questions and she walks them around the house. Yeah, they do that with everybody that's rich. Um, yeah, so in that one, they, they asked her about, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of shit, 73 questions. And one of them was to rank uh, Beyonce's best albums or her favorite Beyonce albums. I can't remember how the question was specifically ordered. But either way, she said that she needed to be careful because she knew that the hive might come and kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, which lets you know that she is a member. That's my girl. She knows her people. Yep. Has never been fake about her mm-hmm. adoration for Beyonce. Um, so her answer, I think we got a top three. And her fave on top was I Am Sasha Fierce, mm-hmm. which she described as a sublime double album. <laughs> Then Lemonade, which she, you know, cried over after she won a Grammy and said Beyonce deserved it. Did. And was so correct. So she loves that I mean, one. Not lying. And she, you know, we all... Mm-hmm. We all agree. Felt it. Yep. Adele. <laughs> 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 then, and then she said that she had a toss-up for the last one. Um, but I'm going to go with my gut, she says, and my heart. She voted B-Day. Isn't that and I feel fun? like the toss-up was between that and four. I mean, how many other ones? Are the only, only other ones, what? There's Dangerously in Love and there's Self-Titled. Right. So maybe Self-Titled would have gone there instead. But I don't know. A four has a special place in my heart. Don't really know. As mine. Where Adele would have ranked these albums. I will say you had to be a stan to say that I Am Sasha Fierce is sublime. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I, I love it and hashtag her, but... I've never heard anybody use the word sublime to describe that um that project. I think I think single ladies and if I were a boy meant a lot to white people. Oh, absolutely. White women, child, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on. You could not stop them with mm-hmm. that bullshit. You could not stop them. That bitches. was they loved a moment for them. That a shit. revelation. I mean, it was yeah. it was everywhere. Like niggas was doing the whole ass choreography in the club, talking about clear. I was kicking space. off the wall yep. in the gate. <laughs> at however fucking old. Pretending I was. they had a ramp and shit, running all up and down. Yeah. <laughs> Literally doing backflips and J setting and shit and, and like I had something to prove. Right. So this makes sense to me. This sounds like a white woman's rankings. Um and I, <laughs> I do recall the way that she talked about Lemonade and how she knew that it um, meant so much to the black women in her life. Uh, on top of her loving it, you know, she was like, obviously, there are parts of this that I don't really connect with, but I know how much it means to everybody else. So this this order should have made her black friends feel empowered. Right. So this order um makes sense to me so good for her like and she knew the hive is crazy so she knew people was gonna have something to say but this is a solid ranking y'all leave adeliam alone 
<laughs> I just want to kiss the back of her hand. You know, is this the back, the part you kiss when when you're yeah. But oh, like a like prince. I was gonna say like they do with royalty and shit, like on Bridgerton and shit. Yeah, when they like courting each other. Yeah, <laughs> you want to like have that bitch bow or like, something. Your Majesty, I just love her. Oh She's wow, so nice. that and is I love very her sweet. Accent. Oh, me too. I'm yeah. not gonna try it because I feel like I've pissed the Brits off yeah, enough let's just sleep with dragging their food. So I, won't, I won't do it. But did you see where she was talking to about putting them Bantu knots in her head? <laughs> No, I was I did not see that, but I was gonna say congratulations to my uh Jamaican fave and um Oh god. <laughs> I will not y'all claiming Adele and Celine Dion. <laughs> Who's not I mean, Jamaican? What's the problem? <laughs> <I'm> jealous. <laughs> uh, yes. Can we have a quality white? No, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well <laughs> fuck my drag. You got, um you got Carrie Underwood. Oh, that's true. But I uh, mm, where was Carrie Underwood on January sixth? Oh. See, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Love her down. We're 69 means 40, but just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Adele said that she got dragged rightfully for them Bantu knots in that Jamaican flag <laughs> bra and, and said it's what she deserved because them Bantu knots ruined her hair. She didn't have no business doing that nigga shit with her hair in the first place. <laughs> now why can this white woman stand on 10 why? and say you know what yes. my hair was not for that and that was not for my hair nope. and i've learned my lesson <laughs> never again like why is it like how can, wh- i don't know why the rest of y'all can't do that why the rest of y'all are like fuck y'all why is it so hard i'm gonna bronze myself down and there's nothing you can do about it like there's that side, and then there's the adult side where they're like, I just thought it was a cute hairstyle and did not realize what I was doing, and then took it out, and half my shit broke off because it wasn't meant to be wrapped and gelled and twisted the fuck up like that. Like, mm-hmm. my Meanwhile, Jamaican saw that shit and saw that picture of Adele, and were like, Pala! Pala! <laughs> like, everybody was just having. Jamaicans don't give a fuck. Y'all was like, like, it's carnival, so... They just be like... They just love that people stand them. Mm-hmm. Like, so... I mean, I do. Anyway. I do love... Adore Jamaica, but yeah. Adele said I mean, she learned her lesson with the... Pretty great stuff. With the nigger accoutrement. So, we'll see if she actually leaves it alone. Um. Also, on some press right now, Angelina Jolie is promoting um the new Marvel film that she's in, Eternals, which I've been waiting on for the longest. I think it comes out in a few days. Um, and she was asked a messy question during an e oh, uh, e news interview for it, alongside Salma Hayek, who's also in the film. Mm. Um, she was asked, uh. Basically, she was asked if her kids are more excited about the film or her friendship with The Weeknd. Now, she's been, I guess, spotted at, like, dinners and stuff with The Weeknd a couple of times. And so there are these romantic rumors that she and The Weeknd are a couple and things like that. And so this person decided that this would be the opportunity to try and just get The Weeknd Oh, no. And, you know... Angelina, born in the game. She does this. So she was like, she basically said, I think they're excited about the film, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. They can't wait to see the film. What a ridiculous question. Right. That's so. Right. It wasn't even crafted in a way that was like, like, that was like, you could even get the team. It was so cut. Like, Mm -mm. all I had to do was say the film. Right. Like, obviously, they care more about 
Why are you asking me about somebody? The thing that, I'm here to promote. Like, what does the weekend have to do? I was about to say, is he in the movie too? Nothing. No. Uh, I don't even think that nigga's on the soundtrack. <laughs> I was about to say, is it? Because what these niggas went to lunch a couple of times, I don't care. Why would that be a part of the, my promo run for this movie? You ain't got nothing Marvel to ask me about. All right. Here we go. He's um in with I was about to say Disney. (laughs) Argue with whoever owns Marvel. (laughs) Not arguing. Is it Disney? Does Disney own? Oh, okay. Well, argue with Disney. All right. Um, I think we spoke about the weekend's foray into Hollywood. He's gonna, you know, star and I think produce this new HBO series where he's supposed to be like a club owner slash cult leader or some shit like that. It's called The Idol. <laughs> so people are like, oh, he's like going for the Hollywood stardom situation now. Maybe he and Angelina Jolie are collaborating. And now people are saying, hmm, seems like they might be dating. What's the thesis? And for me, I'm just like, can y'all just continue to ask motherfuckers about this fucking movie that I want to see? Because we've been waiting a long time to see this shit. And it's Angelina Jolie in the fucking MCU now. Like, let's get to it. Also, Brian Tyree Henry's in this film. Stan Him. Yay! This is the movie that uh, Kumail Nanjiani uh, got all buff for. Mm. Oh, right, right, right. That's this. Um, Jon Snow. Jon Snow's in it. That's not that man's name. But I know who that um, is. (laughs) When you say Jon Snow, I know know what that means. His name is, um, oh my goodness, what's that fine-ass man's name? Kit Harrington. Yep, that's right. Okay, Kit Harrington is in it as well. And so I want to go see it. Oh no. We will. These reviews are terrible. I think you have to go to the movie. Yeah, I heard it's not great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I still want to see it. The effects are great, and I like these people, and I want to see what they have to do with the MCU. Like, you have to, like, when you're in it as an MCU fan, you just go, you watch it anyway. One way or another, you just watch it anyway because you need to be abreast of it, and you need to catch the after credits to see how they're linked to whatever else. So even if it's not great, you go watch it, and then you say, yeah, I saw it. It wasn't great. These is new superheroes that they just invented? (laughs) <laughs> they didn't just invent them. Oh, okay. But they're just introducing them to the cinematic universe. Gotcha. So this is their introduction to the to know, the movies. Huge billion dollar Hollywood segment of Marvel. Okay. Well, good for good. For, why is this one hundred and fifty-seven and minutes Jolie. long? Jesus Christ. Who on baby earth two and a half hours of this? We Damn. must we must be telling the whole story. Oh, they're an oh. immortal alien race. Yeah. Oh, you already knew that. That's why it's called Eternal. Mm, mm. Are they not it's all eternal. eternal? Are they not all? Oh no, I guess some of them died. Oh boy, died. Robert Downey Jr. Um, he's not an, an eternal. Right. That's what I was saying. Aren't all superheroes eternals? But guess not. No. Okay. Nope. No. Got that. All right. No. <laughs> just Robert Downey Jr. was just a rich white man. Much like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. is Wasn't he Iron Man? Yeah. Okay. See, so if Iron Man can die, then I guess. He's basically just a computer. All right. Well, I probably won't see this, especially if it's only in theaters, because, like yeah. I said, saving yeah. that for Black yeah. Panther 2. <laughs> but let me know if oh, it has. You got some time. <laughs> let me know if they you have a, a, a Black Panther reference in this, and yeah. I will uh, <laughs> I will consider streaming it on Disney+. Plus. Rumor. When it gets Actually, there. Actually, we're going to get into that rumor. Let's move on. Okay. 
Um, so speaking of Hollywood gossip, romance, drama, tea, mama. <laughs> Apparently Drake um, and that that um, MILF are no longer together. You remember the um, the nope. lady that he was on a date with at Dodger Stadium? And they had like, he like ran it out the whole stadium and they had like a fancy... SLS hotel table out in the middle of the field. And then they, um, I don't know, they're eating no. caviar. When the hell did this happen? <laughs> you don't remember? Like, he was on a date. Remember, he was like, okay, Drake was on Nikki's Live when she was um, with Bia. And then he said Bia was fine or sexy or something like that. And then Nikki's loud ass was like, Tony, hold on, my life. You need to go with that, your big booty ting. Da, 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 da. Oh, and then this is the big booty ting. Yeah. Okay. He looked, she like put him on blast for that. And then I guess the big booty ting was upset. And so then he like seemingly um rented out Dodger Stadium. And then a helicopter man was like, I just happened to be oh. flying over the stadium right. and I saw Drake on a date with Amari Bailey's mom. Who is a kid who plays for Sierra Canyon? Now like it's LeBron's making sense to me. Son's right. team. He's, he's roommates or he's teammates with LeBron's Yeah, I think son. they play on the same and like, high school team. I do remember that clip of Drake yelling at the ref at <laughs> Bronny's game mm-hmm. like what are you doing but yeah he's being a stepdad so now I get it <laughs> now it's making more well, sense apparently that's over oh damn okay well alright yeah probably went all downhill for some extent for, for but, well no never mind let me not ask for what since <laughs> we all found out about it via this motherfucking random person from ABC7 flying his ass over here and putting their business on. but I mean okay you drink when you're outside Right. On like an extra luxurious date that likely many of the people who work for this stadium were buzzing about and said, hey, did you know the Drake's right. going to be renting out the stadium I was going to say, it's not like people kept it a secret when you have an entire stadium reserved for that? yourself. Niggas, are, right. TMC was like, bitch, the choppers will be in the air. Just let us know there now. when they arrive. <laughs> right. yeah. Let us know when to, t- to turn the camera on. Right. When do we start rolling? Okay. I mean, well, Drake, I feel like Drake goes through a lot of girlfriends in a year. Oh, he's got a new one now. Oh, okay. Great. So, <laughs> apparently, he's in a new relationship with a mystery lady who sent him over... I don't know, some dancers or something at his uh, latest, yeah, just at a birthday party, a 35th Narcos-themed birthday party. Oh, my God. Narcos. Yeah, it was also dubbed Chico Amante, which means lover boy in Spanish. I was going to say, does Drake speak? It don't matter. All right. No. <laughs> nope. It's fine. I, think so. I was gonna say, isn't probably just as much Spanish as like his girlfriends and uh, lady partners. But like speak. a narcos themed birthday party means what? It's piles of coke on the table. Everybody comes dressed as a kingpin. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Somebody gets murdered at the end of the night. What is it? The... Hopefully not. Right. Maybe you never know. <laughs> Okay, you know, maybe it just maybe it was just decorated to look like Columbia. There was certainly coke there. It had to you be. You know, but that's just because it's an LA it's a party, party, not because right? it was, you know, so, yep. you know, was it a part of like the theme or, you know, handed out as that's party favors? That's what I'm saying. I don't think was so. It free but 
just there was coke throughout there was coke oh, oh absolutely i'm just saying we can just stand in there there mm-hmm. had to be okay um well, good for, good but for i guess fake mustaches or anything i don't know it, honestly based on these pictures it just looked like a party <laughs> like i don't see anything and I also don't watch Narcos. So I don't even know what to look out for. Oh, his guys. album is called Certified Lover Boy. So maybe that's why he did the Chico Amante thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not that just now occurred to me. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, he's got a new girlfriend. Congratulations. He's Drake. Boy, he had a girlfriend probably on standby. Right. Oh, we don't know her name. It's fine. No, she's a mystery now, but I'm sure... She'll be on Instagram sooner or later. She'll be on Instagram and she will look much like... This one, yep, and the other one. Okay, well, all right. As long as you're dating grown women, because you know I got my eye on Drake. I'm just saying. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm just saying. Um, hate to bring up the baby. Apparently, is confirming that he fathered uh, Danny Lay's baby. Lee? Danny? I have already forgot how to say this, but Charles... (laughs) Um, not you walking in the light skinned yellow bone, whatever the fuck she called herself on that song. She thought it was a good idea. Yeah, she was like, "He don't want you. He want a yellow bone bitch or something." Right, like not a flex, but also (laughs) cared about you. (laughs) Nobody in the construction and production. Literally, no one. Absolutely not one single soul. But so he's claiming this kid. We all knew was his anyway. All right. Yeah, Danny just recently had a baby girl, uh, August, and you know she did her little uh, cryptic uh, hashtag post where she alluded to him being the father. You know, yeah, again, we didn't need to. Right, say, we don't need clues, right? We didn't. We weren't that invested in the first place. But also, yeah, we'd been knowing. Didn't she also do that whole "I'm not pregnant" thing or? trying to deny it or not really confirm it until she was like six or seven months along or something and it was like blatantly obvious don't know because a i don't really follow her yeah a few people have done i was gonna say i I think we actually talked about it on this show but maybe not it might have been a fever dream but okay um so he's taking care of his child recently he posted uh an instagram photo with him and his kids and or some of them and he captioned it three pretty daughters nieces and nephews to feed i ain't going out like no idiot now we knew he had two daughters already so it's like oh three now mm, wow okay. mm-hmm. all right yeah so whoever was invested or you know wanted water cooler confirmation about this particular story there you seem to have it um <laughs> another part of the reason why Boosie, I mean, by the baby being I see dropped why you did from, that. <laughs> one of my baby being dropped from everything, including the fry cook games. You know, why that was probably not great, <laughs> not timing-wise. Fry cook games, leave me alone. You gotta be careful. Yeah, you know, so, especially when you're out here fucking everything <laughs> and just kids popping up out of everywhere. Just, mm. Can't possibly be a great idea, but there you go. Anyway. Anyway, as of three days ago, he announced that he's got new music on the way. I'm sure he'll be welcomed with open arms and he'll be just fine and get the right features to get niggas to forget that he said anything as if any of y'all ever cared in the first place. True. And 
That will mean that so many of y'all who got dragged, cussed out, fired, um, you know, befriended, defriended, <laughs> defriended. <laughs> blocked, defriended, mm-hmm. blocked, harassed, mm-hmm. shamed. It will be for none. It will be for no reason. <laughs> when you could have just, anyway. Yeah, you could have, but you didn't. Okay. So he got at least just, three kids. Three girls and... Yeah, three... three boy? Three we know of. All right. No. Oh, I think no it's boys. Just three girls. Okay. No, I think he does have a boy. No? I think he just has three daughters. The way we can't even keep up... <laughs> Child. He just said three daughters, nieces, and nephews. So if he had a son, he would absolutely. Yeah, I feel like he would have. All right. I mean, fuck that nigga, but all right. Yeah, I mean. Hope I the baby's it. doing great. Hope the baby's spitting up all over everything, ruining leather. Yeah, the actual baby. <laughs> yeah. The baby, the yeah, no, baby. right. I would never say that yeah, about that man. So but the, the infant itself, hope it's tearing everything up, shitting over absolutely everything, driving its parents crazy. Good for her. Um,. Let's just go ahead and mention Tory Lanez then, since we're at it. He recently tweeted, It's crazy, music hasn't actually been sticking lately. Like, all of our favorite artist music is not lasting with us longer than four to five months. Real music must come back into play. Real emotion, less repetitive and redundant. And I just bring that up to remind Tory Lanez <laughs> that, nigga, your nope. biggest and brightest records... Yep. Are all you fucking sampling and unnecessarily singing over songs that came out when I was sitting outside the FAFSA office waiting for my friend? <laughs> so I don't understand why you're sitting here talking to us about anything in regard to music being repetitive and redundant. Please right. go to jail. He said this as if I'm he, done. As if he makes original groundbreaking music that blows our minds and he's just doing things <laughs> with the notes and the stanzas that the girls have never heard before sweetie you're no groundbreaking artist and had you not shot megan i would never be thinking about you in <laughs> any capacity at all we literally only talk about you because of the way you assaulted somebody who actually has talent so this Nigga, not only that <laughs> this declaration it's not making sense i don't even remember what song it was but prior to the Megan incident, Tori put out a song where, and I heard it and I was like, I think I actually like a Tory Lane song. It wasn't, it was a rap song and it had a feature. I don't even remember who it was that was on it. But I was like, oh, this kind of song actually kind of goes. First time in my life I heard something about Tory Lane that I actually, you know, think it's not bad. Oh, maybe wow. two weeks later. Yep. They like, ruined it. Like, immediately ruined it. Made, like, immediately. <laughs> Niggas will do that. So it's not even just fever from you shooting Megan. Yep. It's literally like, girl, we hate it. when? <laughs> Where have you ever been, like, groundbreaking, innovative, or anything the fuck else? No. You... You're not that. What? You're just like the rest of these niggas who put out albums and 90% of it is features that was written by somebody else. and Everybody is just doing this shit to try to get something that will chart as high as possible. Like, Tory Lanez can save it talking as though he is Prince or some shit. Like, you're not reinventing music over here. And you need to pipe the fuck down. Why are you even on the internet? You need to be over there worried about going to jail and or back to Canada. That's what you need to be stressed out about. I actually can't believe he's even 
still allowed here? Like, I feel like at the bare minimum, when this is over, he ought to be kicked out of the nation. But, oh, yeah. I never need to hear from Tory Lanez ever about anything other than how much he hates jail. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> Go to jail. Go to fucking jail. French Montana was also recently upset by the discussion of music, specifically his. Another one who, Um, (laughs) we don't care. We do not care. Why are you guys talking to us? French Montana? Who gives a shit? Like, the true groundbreaking girls are just the ones who, like, do things a little different or come at the thing. It's like, they don't speak. They don't post. They never leave the house. You're lucky if they even remember that they fucking did music. Like, they never, ever, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You have to beg and plead and scratch and claw to get them to even acknowledge. Hello. I'm talking to you. Andre 3000. I'm talking to you, girl. The people who deserve to say this shit are never the ones who actually say it. You know why? Because they're securing their talent and what they do. And they don't have no need for validation from niggas on Instagram. Unlike Tory Lanez and whoever the fuck you just said, French Montana. So you guys were bored at work, as you usually get, are. And I understand. Yep. And so um, <laughs> past weeks, <laughs> this past week's board at work uh, fun time game mm. <laughs> was, hey, in the theme of Squid Game, no, Netflix don't do that. Most popular show or whatever. Y'all keep doing this. <laughs> They said, for the next game, you need to name five French Montana songs without features. And then they posted all the Squid Game niggas. And then this just led to an absolute mob of responses of people that are basically like, oh, so this is where I die. You've never watched Squid Game, of course. No, but I read the summary on Wikipedia, and it does sound very interesting. If it wasn't so violent, pretty good. I would watch it, but no. Mm -mm. They made it sound like it was way more violent than it. But no, but that's watch. you, right? See, yeah. So <laughs> you'd be like, mm, MMA could use a little more blood. So yeah, <laughs> no. Where's the viscera? We are on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to violence. <laughs> so that reading it was. I really like. I'm not like mm, gore, but I've just watched enough to be like, oh, this is fine. I mean, I mean, you enjoy watching violence. I do. You do. And it depends. You're not the only like, one. It it's not like a flaw. Not just like mindless, ridiculous violence. You know, what I mean? whatever. I'm not even gonna. Get no. Anything. So it's fine. The girls were like, "Oh, so this is where I die." Um, <laughs> I'm definitely dying know, at that point. I guess I'll just point. do it myself. You know, with a Shut gun out. to the head. All that kind of shit. <laughs> because a French Montana song without a feature like y'all like niggas really just be having fun at work when they should be working I can't even name and somehow <laughs> I can't name five it, French Montana songs with features hello so I'm I'm definitely I'm the one who dies in the first episode that'll be the one I'm not making yeah. it to the end of you know red light green light or whatever I'm not gonna and that's it. where they clear it <laughs> right <laughs> like, red light don't green they kill light like half them niggas <laughs> They cleared them bitches. Like, (laughs) no, thank you. (laughs) If you wanted to know how they were going to narrow it down, Mm -hmm. red light, green light is the game. That was the most sadistic shit. Oof. What a fun show. No. (laughs) (laughs) Really colorful, great design and art. 
I mean, um, it, the the overall message behind it kind of reminded me of Parasite a little. I said, what's going on in Korea? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? The girls have a lot to say about the rich <laughs> and the state of the world. Yeah. But that's another part of the reason that, like, I saw clips from people who were up in arms and still are about uh, translation, dubbing, subtitles. Oh, yeah. There are there are certain like themes uh, that are very specific to stuff that's going on in Korea or has been that I think some people felt like was lost in translation. Um, I believe that. No, you need to get it. Um, That's why you need subtitles I mean, I, instead of dubbing. I, I refuse to watch that in, on dub. Like, I'm not even one of those people who watches like anime and stuff, and they're like, no dubbing ever. Because some dubbing, especially to like these days, is not that bad. But that for me is animation. Mm. I can't watch live action. <laughs> I can't. I don't right. even care where. I can't do it. I would rather hear them speak the language that they are speaking and then just read. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so French Montana responded to the Squid Game uh, with a list of a bunch of French Montana songs without features. Here they are. Ain't worried about nothing. Nope. Sanctuary. Nope. Fuck with me, get bagged. Nope. Don't panic. Shot collar. Everything's a go. Famous. Devil want my soul. Henny and my 4-4. What it look like. Salam alaikum. Hotel bathroom. I'm so special. Water. And he said, now eat a dick. I'm dropping a solo track this week. We don't, Unfortunately, we don't care. all of this really proved is that French Montana is the only person who could win this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why celebrities respond to that. I saw. A why? <laughs> why? I saw a screenshot of the exact same thing where it was a squid game and it was like, you got to name five Bia songs. <laughs> and Bia responded and See, was like, girl, fuck you. And it's like, but why would you even, like, I mean, I get it. You're human. Everybody has a breaking point. But like, yes, of course, this is going to piss you off. Of course, this is like, this is a fruitless conversation. This is a pointless interaction. But all right, girl, I don't give a fuck. Not one flying fuck about French Montana at all. You raise a great point, though, which is the same thing I'm thinking. It's just like a lot of the times niggas just be bored or whatever, just yes. fucked around on the Internet. And some of this shit is, you know, not nice. It's fucked up. It's shady. A lot of it really shouldn't even be said. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's like niggas just be either off the clock or on the clock or whatever, just bored, fucking yep. around, trying to get some laughs in the world that sucks. Yep. And they throw PR offices mm -hmm. into <laughs> flames for those of you niggas who have publicists. But it's just like in a lot of these cases, you really don't need to respond. I was playing this game called Disco Elysium recently, completely, but I'm not even going to get into it. But it's one of those games where it's like you speak to characters, you choose what you, how you respond, and blah, blah, blah. And very early on in the game, you have to like, you're investigating a murder and you go and like speak to these two kids who are fucking with this body. And the entire time they're trolling you. And I realized by like after spending like five to ten minutes in this conversation that I could have been walked away from, they were never going to help me. And they didn't give a fuck about oh, the wow. fact that I was getting aggravated. Wow. They didn't give a fuck about the what fact a message. that like <laughs> and it was just like 
by the end of it, I was like, I just wasted so much mm-hmm. time talking to these motherfuckers Correct. because they could have absolutely been helpful. <laughs> they knew what I was looking for. They, they could have stopped fucking with me. <laughs> they just knew they weren't ever going to stop because it was fun for them. Yeah. And it didn't matter what happened. And all that happened is that at the end of this, I was like, my time was wasted. I'm mad. They're not. When yeah. I could have just went and did you know anything <laughs> else. Anything could else. Could have done anything else. Yeah. And I feel like that is something that some other people, especially celebrities, uh, should think of until we get the Real Friend app going. Um, <laughs> Whenever you're ready, because I feel like every week these niggas prove the demand is there, the need is present. Someone's the one who's like, I wouldn't even defend you. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's always motherfuckers who's like, who even gets shut up? Right. They'd be happy that you have things. Right. I was going to say, what helps me sometimes is to remember when I was also broken, miserable, and talking shit about random celebrities was a small bit of respite in my otherwise absolutely hellish day. Like, when you Mm -hmm. you look at it as people on the internet will talk shit about anything or anybody, they really will. Mm -hmm. They really will. It is not personal to you as a person um, it might be personal as an artist. It might be genuinely, I don't fuck with your music. I don't give a shit about your music, but we I mean, don't. Sometimes it is personal as a person. I mean, but we don't know you is the thing. Exactly. We don't know you, French Montana. We don't like even people who can spout off a bunch of factoids about you. All 13 of them people, they don't know you. So it's just like, how personally do you really want to take this? But I also know, you know one thing I can. Most of us are not in therapy. <laughs> therapy would help a lot Hello. with reaching <laughs> without therapy I would still be arguing with niggas on the internet anytime they had something even remotely critical to say about me you know what I can say about French Montana that I'm pretty sure I have observed he spends a lot of time in um, uh, Versace shirts oh wow I was about to say the Bronx um, and chains okay and uh, doing things in Miami like jet skiing and I feel like why not do that instead of you know, but ego and Music? again, you're a person oh, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And it didn't. <laughs> it That's did what I thought you were. No, but change the fact that arguing, the meme yeah. was funny. Um, oh. It didn't change the fact that the meme was funny. It didn't change the fact that it was true. So I was going to say closer. the problem is that it resonates with so many people. Yes. Like if you'd have been like, name five Jay Z songs or you're dying in Squid Game. That's not difficult for most people. Yeah. Most of us can name five solo. Happen. No one would do that. <laughs> right. Because we right. can do it. Nobody That's would say, funny. name three of Mariah Carey number ones or something. Like, girl, this is too easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can, that, we can all do that. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> is this supposed to be fun or something? I don't know. Right. What's, but what's the game? You know, name somewhere Tory Lanez belongs other than Canada or jail. That's a hard question. <laughs> Where are we supposed to do with that? We don't know what to We can't do nothing with that. Name five French Montana songs without features, girl. When most of us can five, a baby, <laughs> five. We can't name five with features. If you would have said one, I would have just a single Barely. tear would fall. No. And I would say, "Call my mom, <laughs> call my dad, tell them things. Tell them can I can Good I record night. a short video for my nephew before I die? Please. The only French Montana song I know is Lockjaw, and that's with Kodak Black, and I can't listen to it I no mean, more. This song because Kodak Black is such a terrible fucking human being. <laughs> so I really like I'm going to perish. But yeah. you know that's why it's it hurt, that's fault. why it's things. That's why it's things. <clears throat> Bless us all. Last but not least, um, 
we unfortunately have another chapter in the Boosie Lil Nas X um, ridiculousness. Christ Jesus. Uh, Lil Nas X was on Instagram Live where he joked that he has a song coming out with Boosie, which was very clearly a joke. <laughs> obviously, nigga. Like, y'all are obviously not working together. I can't believe niggas. You see. How much like naming a French Montana song without a feature is clearly a joke because it can't happen. That's what this That's was. what this is. And it was so light. I mean, so light. Like, I know the Boosie fans and the homophobes were like, well, he's dying to be He didn't say, I fucked Boosie in his ears last night, right. which also would have clearly been a trolling ass comment. But he was like, oh, yeah, we got a song coming out together. Right. Boosie's response. Stop trolling me, faggot. LOL. You a whole bitch playing with a gangsta. SMH, you can Girl. keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass and peace. And hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. I mean, you do. Yeah, so. you definitely do. LOL. Nas X, if you hashtag commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Mm. Nobody wants you here. Wow. This is the most... I'm not even going to dive into, like, all of the, oh, my God, and do better, and whatever. Like, funny enough, I'm not even going to get into it, but mm-hmm. Azealia Banks. I saw <laughs> it. I saw it. Listen. Cleared. Even a but, broke clock, child. Broken fucking clocks. <laughs> bitch. What? In the junior high school. Mm-mm. Locker room, y'all niggas gotta graduate your your state of mind. Like at some point, what? Who who says that? Who's literally? If you commit suicide, you'd be doing the world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Is this middle school? <laughs> Numbers literally prove that currently more people want Lil Nas X here than you. And that's not to say that you should commit suicide. It's just to say that what you are saying is just factually incorrect. Mathematically, Mm -hmm. scientifically, it just doesn't, you know? So we can start there. But also, are you good? Who do you need Mm -hmm. to speak to besides a judge? I just want... I just want it to be over. Who was that? Keisha Cole? Yep. Pretty sure. I just want it to be over. And I know that at this point, much like, um, you know, Dave Chappelle capitalizing off of <sighs> hatred. That's kind of what is happening here because, mm-hmm. you know, the more that uh, Boosie says, fuck gay people, fuck Lil Nas X, et cetera, et cetera. Homophobes, that's a... Uh, Support him. Mm-hmm. A lot of them new Boosie fans, by the way, simply because they agree. Yep. Um, they're like, hoorah! I will go, you know, all the way to the bank for, for this man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that pays. So there's that level to it as well. But I'm just like, I really, girl, anything else? You don't got nothing else? You don't have like a fucking Z list sequel to make to that shit movie that you just made? Like, you, that, like, Mm-mm. seriously commit suicide because the nigga said that you have a song coming out together like that everybody knows right like that's so clearly a joke I hate that niggas are acting like 
it was some legitimate basis for the shit that Boosie said. Like, girl, it was nowhere Mind near you, that serious. The reason that, that Lil Nas X would even comment on Boosie, the reason he even commented on Boosie is because Boosie has made so many comments about him on pro when that nigga was never talking to Boosie ever, just existing, just working, just making music the same way that Boosie does. He's had so much shit to say, some of which never even received a fucking response. So now we're supposed to be sitting here acting like, oh, this has just been a tit for tat thing. Everybody gets on my nerves. I'm so tired. Um, of course, Montero responded. Well, he later tweeted, I am truly saddened. I've never been so mortified in my life. I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire <laughs> October. And it's true. I really love kind of the youth. I do. I love Gen Z. <laughs> and like a part of me when I read this was, of course, entertained. And also like, damn, nigga, you ain't got a Disney Plus? <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's where you'll find Did it. Did I ever see Halloween? Um, I don't think I've ever seen Halloween Town. I saw the other one, uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, I mean, well, that's the okay. No, film. I'll, I'll watch. <laughs> but, I mean, and it's Halloween Town's a Disney original, <laughs> a Disney Channel original. Maybe. Oh, Disney Channel original. Okay. Yeah, it was one of those original. Okay, you know, okay, they used to okay. Do an original yep. like every month, and they would draw out the little mouse ears with their little wand. Yeah, you're watching Disney mm-hmm. Channel. But Shazam. a lot of them used to be really good. If you like, <laughs> if you like, grew up in the Disney Channel original movie era, some of those were so fun. And Halloween Town was just a okay. classic one. And then I did like two or three sequels. I don't remember like oh, we anything. Don't, I don't about think the we sequels. need all that, but but I do. I will watch remember it. I feel like one. I've told this lie before. This oh, I'll watch Halloween Town. I've, this this of feels like it. a lie that I've said before. <laughs> I mean, but it's the closest thing to like a Halloween scary situation that you will watch. Oh, damn! Really? It's scarier than Hocus Pocus? No, not at all. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) On the same level, Channel movie. No, the level of horror. The girl who finds out that there's a whole town somewhere where Halloween is like every day, and monsters and stuff are real, but they're nice. (laughs) <laughs> no, but they're like friendly. Like you go to the market and there's a werewolf that like sells flowers or some shit. No, but nobody wants every day to be a holiday. That's like every day being yeah. vacation. But it's not a holiday to them. Halloween is just their oh, life. Oh, it's their it's way their of town. life. Got you. Yeah, it's like a whole other town that's hidden away where every day is Halloween. But it's not like every day is a holiday. It's just yeah, like, you have to give this to kids. <laughs> you have to. This is. I mean, it is giving it to kids. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, why movie. is my big grown ass sitting here trying to dissect this? Bitch, it's not for you. Nostalgia. It was yes. for you 30 years ago. It is not for you now. Shit. <laughs> okay. Um, But yeah, when I read this, I was like, part of me is like, I have to, I can't neglect the importance of niggas doing better. And knowing oh, better, no, no, and no. taking accountability. I don't expect it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm. It's hard for me to just be like, you know, well, niggas go nig. Even though, yeah. what more can we really? I will do? not do that though, because y'all do still need to do better. The standards are still there, even though I acknowledge that y'all will never meet them. However, there was a tiny part of me that was like. I'm happy that there are more young people, queer young people, who are like, suck my dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what is your problem? Right. Do you know how fucking ridiculous you sound? Like, I'm actually just going to laugh at how fucking ignorant you are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, to me, I feel so conflicted because there are still 
queer people, trans people, people who are part of the community that are losing their lives, that are literally like experiencing harm on a regular basis because right. of the types of, you know, ideas and practices that niggas like Boosie perpetuate. Um, so, like, I can't in my grown-ass, you know, being right. of today just be like, oh, you know, well, let's just laugh at these niggas because it's not that simple. But when I saw him basically make, when I saw him make this tweet, part of me did be like, yeah. Because I know <laughs> that, like, right. Cause I know that shit probably pissed Boosie's ass off. You know it did. Like, I don't. Ain't nobody stunting you, hoe. I just want y'all to remember that, like, Boosie facilitated the sexual assault of his own child. Please, thank you. I don't even know why y'all are arguing about Lil Boosie versus Lil Nas X when Boosie like literally hired a woman to assault his underage child. What? And bragged about and it. And bragged, right. And this is like fully a thing that niggas are applauding him for or choosing like, to yeah. ignore. And like, Better than being gay. <laughs> how? How could it possibly be? Some of us aren't traumatizing our children in their adolescence, you know? Some of us are just letting them be children. I still haven't decided if Boosie is, you know, a closeted homosexual who got a taste of something that he really liked in jail and, and misses it every day. Or if he or just if he was hates... bitten by a fag when he was three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Or if he just hates gay niggas, I really can't call it. But either way, it's like this level of obsession you have with the leg booty community is so weird. It's Did you so, say the leg booty? Yes, that's what niggas call the the LGBTQ, the leg booties. And I just don't know what it is about us that pisses you off. And you know what? Let me not even say us because you don't have no problem with lesbians. I eat a daikin. You don't have no issue with lesbians. This is strictly about people with penises choosing to insert them into other people with penises. That is what drives you fucking crazy when you could just not think about it. You could just not. Well, according to. You could just not. According to Big Frida, Boosie's not homophobic. He just hates Lil Nas X. What? Yeah. I mean, you can hate Lil Nas X and have it not be about his sexuality, though. The things he says about Lil Nas X are are homophobic because he's he's making fun and taunting this man and like deriding him for being gay. It's not like, First oh, I all, hate you because you're so beautiful and your skin is popping and I wish I was you. Like, this is homophobic shit that he's saying. I don't know where Frida got that. I mean, I saw this. You know, TMZ stopped her somewhere. Oh no, TMZ! God damn it! Damn. No, this is. I mean, fault. it's not all their fault. They're not putting the words in y'all niggas' mouth. Oh no. Mm-mm. But maybe they know each other. It's still fuck TMZ. Like, don't get it twisted. But right. I mean, nobody put Frida <laughs> to say this oh, shit. No. But you know, they brought up the the Boosie Lil Nas X thing, and she was basically like, you know, Boosie not homophobic. He just no, um, baby. Boosie definitely homophobic. He Nas. And Boosie got a whole uh scene in his new movie with gay people in jail. So they rep right. the community. No, 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 no. Gay oh, people no. and blah blah blah. I don't know if she saw said film uh, or uh, not. Free to DM me, girl. Um that ain't she it. said that they these two have been trolling each other. And I'm just like, first of all, mm-hmm. like I know. Frida from New Orleans, Boosie from Baton Rouge. I figured, like, okay, right. Louisiana, that's probably why you are, <laughs> like, trying to defend this nigga or whatever right now, because you... That's what I was saying. Do they music. know each other? or Because Baton Rouge and New Orleans not very far apart. So maybe they have 
you know, back before Magic. social media, right? Maybe they have performed in the same club or something. I really don't, I don't know, but it's just, uh, no. Mm-mm. But it's just like, Boosie has said homophobic shit right. before Lil Nas X was true. a famous performer. Like, it didn't start, his comments didn't start with Lil Nas X being a pop star or whatever. But this is so homophobic. I'm not sure where that's coming from. <laughs> right. It's, but like, and, you say, and and even the person behind the camera was like, "Yeah, but using the f word," right. and both, like, really like laid it out. And Mm-mm. Frida was like, Mm-mm, "No, they need no. to just go Mm-mm. ahead and let that go." And Boosie not homophobic. Oh no, baby. You know, oh, he no, don't hate baby. gay people. He just don't like well, nah. I'm Mm-mm. like, no, no, sister, hit me up, because. <laughs> Like that tweet was full of homophobia from beginning to end. And you can't say a bunch of homophobic things and be like, oh, I only hate this one gay nigga. So it's okay for me to say this hateful shit. No, 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 girl. Because those words apply to everybody who is part of that identity. They don't just apply to Lil Nas X. This isn't specific. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or for them? Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal? To give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. By setting our clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. That's right, ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash the R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. Too little Nas X. Every critique is, oh, you gay. Oh, you take dick in your ass. Exactly. Like, exactly. So what? 
First of all, even if even if he did ridiculously say at some point, I don't have no problem with the with the gay community. I just hate Lil Nas X's faggot ass. <laughs> it would still be like you like, still have a that's a problem with the gay community because you're mad because which he's, he's never gay. done right because he hates all of us. True, but- every gay tra- like uh, like you said, unless it is puss on puss. Yes, too. Unless it's two red bones kissing in the backseat, baby. Cancel it. So, yeah, I just, I'm so tired. Yeah. Fuck Boosie. Everybody, everybody. Fuck Boosie, And it is still fuck Boosie over here. This is why Mark Zuckerberger won't let you back on Instagram. (laughs) This is why. (laughs) Stupid hoe. That's it for the Hot Tops this week. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and read your letters. We're back, and it's time for your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktherita.gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We have an update from Amber, who had to fight with a white woman about her office space at work. If you remember, a white woman got hired and decided she wanted Amber's office. Yes. So oh, she yeah. said, Crystal, I, felt, I feel similarly about the office as you, and after much reflection, I realize that this office symbolizes all the other times in my life where a white woman has demanded something that I've earned and gotten it without a fight from me. In the past, I didn't fight because I didn't want to rock the boat or be the angry black woman, but fuck that now. The fact that she just decided to demand my office and not actually ask me for it upset me and my homegirls. So I reached out to personnel about the incident, asking why this white woman's comfort and preference was more important than mine. And expressing my concerns about the situation, given this office history of handling racial matters. I am happy to report that I am sending this update from my original office and I have not heard anything else about moving. However, this situation motivated me to start the steps of opening my own practice and going back to school for my Ph.D. to start teaching. Thanks so much for your advice. Love, Amber. Amber, we love to see it. Slash hear it. Good for you. Okay. Out. Because like I said, I probably would not have even really given a fuck about the office. It's the fact that this bitch was like, nah, who got it? A nigger? Nah, that's mine. Mm -mm. No, fuck you. Now I'm staying. I'm putting up my degree. Just for a flashback, (laughs) in case you forgot or didn't hear, this person was offered a larger office than the one that they had, but they wanted... This woman's office. They wanted this black girl's office. They had an option that was larger and nicer than the original office, but they wanted your office specifically because it was still bigger and you black and how dare you. Right. So fuck her. And I'm glad you're standing your ground on that. Um, And best of luck with getting your PhD. Make sure you're following Kia (laughs) Uh, for some some help. Uh, Shout out to Team Typing Fest, child. Um, You're going to need it. But uh, good luck, Amber. Let us know how it goes. Our first letter this week comes from Sandra, who says, my husband and I have been married for three years now, and we love our parents. We have talked it over, and we have decided that we do not want to have children. However, our parents on both sides have been pushing very, very hard for it. They are even disappointed that I am still on birth control after my husband and I have been married for so long. I have no desire to carry, deliver, or raise children. Okay, all three. Mm, Work. (laughs) And my husband has similar feelings, but he feels pressured to appease his parents as an only child and, quote, the last of his bloodline, unquote. What is this? I don't know what it is about niggas and that bloodline thing. Like, please. (laughs) It's to the point where our parents have offered to completely raise any children we have as their own 
But obviously that would be fucked up. Just bringing up the fact that we have no timeline for reproducing is triggering enough for our parents. My husband thinks that we should just say nothing and let the years go by without having any kids. But I want to be able to talk to our parents about about how we want our future to look without pretending that maybe one day we gonna fit kids into the picture. Do y'all have any advice on how we can ease them into accepting this vision of our future? Thanks, Sandra. <laughs> Sandra, girl, you and you and uh, what was his name? And Danger Girl, Elgin. Oh. <laughs> Y'all going through it? <laughs> Why didn't I see that conversation? <laughs> Y'all not, um, y'all not having no winning. Y'all not. They said we bitch. We are not doing it. Um. So how do you get your parents to? Obviously, we are not in the position of wondering about kids. But how do you get your parents to understand that what they wanted for your life is not what you finna do? I think. I mean, from <laughs> I haven't felt the pressure of um oh make baby. You know, I think it's because they know that I'm oh, I did also... it first. They tried me with that. When you're going to have a baby for a while, till I was like 27, and they was like, damn, well, she dyking, dyking. Mm, yeah. yeah. And then I think they let yeah, it go. Yeah. <laughs> but for a while, it was, where your little boyfriend? Now you know. Yeah. Girl, now you know. Um, I think that, like, what I would probably do is me. I would just do <laughs> what so you it would do is what that the I want. Said. Have the husband yeah, was I like, mean, I would and and not yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I think so because it's like when you first of all, when it's parents and the complications that can come with that, it's like even discussing it or trying to explain a lot then morphs into debate mm -hmm. that you often walk away with, you know, people still on the same side that they were when they started. True. And, you know, what then happens a lot of times is you just get little passive-aggressive stuff or nagging mm -hmm. until they just stop. So <laughs> I think, you know, what I would probably do is, yeah, is just chill and be like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And when it's brought up, I'm going to see my way out of the conversation mm -hmm. after I have established my stance on it, right. which you have. Um, and what you're, what's going to have to happen is that you're going to have to adjust to the fact that there ain't shit that you can do about it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, That's true. you're not going to make me do it. And, <laughs> um, Bless it. You know, it's cute or whatever that your husband felt the pressure from his side of the family. And I think I understand. I even went to my parents at one point, like, you know, I don't know, if, like, you know, if you want me to bring a grandbaby home or something. I don't even remember how I brought up wow. the conversation to my mother. But I felt like I did feel pressure at some point to, like, bring a baby into their house or something wow. and my mother was like as long as you are healthy and like how beautiful are not like calling me with one of your eyes hanging out or just <laughs> an absolute distress over something like yeah. we're good they're still you know carving out the beach house mm. you know? <laughs> like i think they're I still focused right. on when is the era where none of this children speak to us <laughs> 
And we just lay out by the beach, maybe with a red stripe, maybe a joint. I feel like they'll smoke a joint when we're all grown. Because my youngest brother is still at home. Right. Yeah. But once y'all are out, out, child, they finna kick it. I feel like maybe once, twice a year joint. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, why not? Yeah, and honestly, I can't wait to retire them. That is a all. I'm not. Reti- That's like my goal. <laughs> I'm not retiring either one of my parents. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at that. Either. I mean, my mama finna retire herself. You know, she's been working yeah. at the same school district for most of my life, and I don't have a father, right. so. <laughs> Right. And so, you know, she'd be all right. But I love that they're just like, you know, we're not putting our expectations and, and pressure on you or whatever. Like, whatever it is you want to do with your life, as long as you're happy and content, that is what matters. Because that is really the stance that your parents should be taking here, especially about something like children. Like, girl, it's not no play play for funsies shit to bring a whole human I'm being into this world. Right. No, you we don't have to know. do the pregnancy thing. <laughs> We don't even have to talk about pregnancy, but like taking on the responsibility, even adoption, taking on the responsibility of raising a child is so huge. So if people feel like they're not ready for it or they don't want to do it, then they ought not do it. It should not be a thing you do so that your parents leave you alone. So I say, um, I say if you, if you want to, you feel like you want to be able to talk to them and your husband says, you know, just say nothing. Then I would be like, I'll say nothing as long as your parents say nothing to me. But I will be having yeah. a conversation with my parents about how they need to leave me the hell alone about reproducing yeah. and having um, and having a grandbaby for them to play with. Like, because the answer is really no. And it it's kind of like, how much does this bother you? Does it bother you enough? Yeah. To where you feel like you need to sit them down and draw like a formal boundary. Like if you continue to do this, Mm. then we're going to limit our time with you. Or is it just like you and your husband look at each other and y'all both roll your eyes and you'd be like, all right, mama, what happened on Young and the Restless? Like, is it something you really don't give a shit about? And you just know that you're going to hear it every time, but you don't want to cut off the relationship. Like you have to decide how much it bothers you. But I would say it something. It kind of sounds like it might be that side. Right. It might be like that on her side. Right. Whereas her husband is just like, whatever, we can just and pretend. They talk about bloodlines. Right. Like, girl, I don't give a... That thrones. whole bloodline <laughs> conversation is so... Uh, like, why would I care that the bloodline is going to die out with me? Like, what is that even... How important or special do you think we are? What does that mean? The bloodline is if we're some sort of dynasty, girl. We just regular we niggas. We're not. <laughs> we're regular like everyday niggas. <laughs> that's what I would do. You, I'm such a petty fucking like. That's literally I think that how I fun. would respond. Yeah, I would just make fun of how ridiculous that is. Yeah. Oh my god, they would hate me. This is why in laws be going at it and shit like that because I'd be yeah. like, oh my wait, oh my god. Babe, you didn't tell me you were a fucking prince. Oh, my God. This whole time. Bitch, I'm a duchess. (laughs) (laughs) I would be doing the most. Where's our kingdom? Are we talking like all the peach tree or just. I am the duchess of Manhattan. Clearly, you hoes didn't know it. (laughs) Where, where do, where's our our place? Is it everything the light touches? Yes. The first lady of Tribeca. You bitches better bow when you see me kiss the fucking ring, bitch. Like. I've got to go shopping. Right. I didn't know that you were over. (laughs) 
You didn't say you were an earl, my nigga. Like, you could really do the most with it. You could. All this time that we've been going to Wendy's, and I never even asked for cheese on my burger? Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. But it's not... It's not too much or it's not like doing too much to ask your parents to respect your choices as adults. Y'all can decide if you want to have no. kids. And if you decide not to, then they should respect that. Won't they enjoy the, the kid they have? <laughs> of time that you have to cook this nigga. And then you can't drink. You can't. Oh, my God. Smoke. Yes. And they'd be like, ooh, one glass of red wine in the third trimester. Bitch, how am I supposed to make it through the first Six months of that bullshit. <laughs> Kids fuck everything and, up. And my third trimester, you think I want one fucking glass <laughs> of wine, bitch? You think I want one? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me the other day after we talked about pregnancy for the 1500 times. <laughs> talking about my, my baby just karate chopped me in the bladder and See? I'm over it. See? When do we do the documentary? See? Like, you want me to go through however many months of that for right. your mama and them right. in a bloodline? Yeah. And they mean a real glass, like four ounces. They don't mean like a nigga glass where you just pour it up to the very top and be like, this is one glass yes. of wine. They mean yes. like four and a half ounces of yes. wine. <laughs> a sip. A wine glass that you would never drink in your normal right. life. Right. And by the third trimester, that nigga is getting bigger and bigger. And like old girl said, karate chopping you in your fucking organs. Nah, I'm gonna need to mellow this nigga out. I can't have no edibles or nothing, and that's just, I was just pregnancy. With my home girl, who's I think she's nine months pregnant now, but she was eight months, and like uh-uh. literally sitting by me, like, look at my belly, and this motherfucker it's, looks like a whirlpool. Yes. The baby is just in there, like flipping, doing the heel toe, mm-hmm. Millie rock, yep. all kinds of TikTok dances, yep. the Savage Challenge, Omarion Challenge. I'm like, what is her problem? All of them are Simone Biles while they in that uterus. All of them. And the closer you get to the end, the more they are like gymnastics, bitch. It is time to fucking twirl on your bladder. So it's her first baby. Mm-mm. And she's literally just like, Mm-mm. at the point where it's like, yep, this happens. <laughs> I'm just like. They want their body back the so bad. The magic of womanhood. Mm-mm. Working full time at the same it. time. Y'all got it. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Motherfuckers are ungrateful. Right. I'm sorry. So your parents should be able to respect your decision. Um, You decide what is the appropriate way to address this, but you can't force people to accept anything. All you can control is your own actions. So if it bothers you that much, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to stop answering their phone calls? You're going to stop going over to their house? Are you, every time they bring up the conversation, are you going to be like, all right, get my keys and leave? Like, yeah. what are you going to do about it? Um, Yeah. But speak up for yourself if it bothers you. Okay. Our next letter comes from Ace, who says, I'm a 30-year-old black stud in Tampa, Florida. My girlfriend and I. (laughs) uh, Being a black stud. Work work for for Tampa. Your state. At the same time. (laughs) Sorry that you have to be black and queer. (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriend and I have been discussing having a baby. She already has a four-year-old son who is half white. From a previous relationship. I love that little boy like he's my own. So it's all good. The problem. Right. Y'all are great dads. The problem is now she wants a white donor again. Didn't we? I was going to say, didn't we do this? We did. Yeah, we did do this. We're we're doing this letter. I only only got two new ones. We're doing one that was from the last episode that 
didn't make it. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yep. Okay. Go <laughs> I want a baby too, just not a white one. <laughs> Mm. I told her this and her response was my son is beautiful, which he is, but it made me feel like she has some colorism problems deep down inside because a black baby would be just as beautiful. I didn't reply. I just got quiet and changed the subject. But my question is, do y'all think this colorism thing is something that I could look that I should look more into? Sometimes I catch her saying things about him being light skinned. And I just don't know how to handle it. Also, how do I tell her that I do want a baby, just not a white one? I love her and I plan on proposing soon. We've been together for two and a half years. If it came down to it, I would carry the baby for us, just not a white baby. Please help. <laughs> of course. Ace. Ace is dead ass about this white baby situation. <laughs> I'm not mad. And Ace... I absolutely would look into this further because it's like, yeah, your son that you have is, I'm sure, beautiful and Mm -hmm. an innocent spirit that's just, you know, looking for love and security. Looking like Adonis. Uh, Looking like Adonis, baby. (laughs) And um, that's great. But that is from a previous situation. Mm -hmm. Than the one that we're together, I'm assuming that your girlfriend, fiance, whatever, mm-hmm. you haven't proposed. I'm assuming that your girlfriend is black as you. Same. And for me, again, the few pockets of, of time I've spent in my life considering being a parent, I've always said that I would like to have a child that would look as close to what I would expect a kid would look like if we had one together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that for many queer parents, it's just like, oh, I just want to be a parent. I don't care. You know, and not great. Me. Fine. No, not me. Whatever. Nope. But I personally, if I am going half on a baby, would want for my baby to look like us. You know? Yep. So... If you were a white stud, likely with cornrows, because mm-hmm. you're dating Michael, <laughs> um, or dress. Mm-hmm. But if you were a white stud and this girl was like, oh, I want a white donor, or if your girlfriend was white and was like, I want a white donor, I guess that would make more sense to me because it's like, I'm white. Well, no. if You know what I'm saying. You know, like... I'm white, you black, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's get a mixed baby. Right. Fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> let's get a mixed <laughs> like, baby. <laughs> yeah, like, I can see that. That would make sense to me. But being like, nah, I want to have a another biracial, light-skinned baby. Based on what? It's based on the fact that you have one. I have a light-skinned baby. That that's yep. like the ident like... This is like picture perfect cute baby, and you want to go for that again. And that's troubling because you can have a beautiful, gorgeous, model esque, yep, like Gerber black baby. baby. Yep. That is just all the way chocolate, super de duper black. <laughs> Come on, super de duper. <laughs> You're in some Barney. That's Barney, right? That's Barney. Sure, it is. <laughs> um, Oh, it is. And it is. Pretty sure. It is Barney. And so, but you are like dead set on having 
a baby that is once again light skin and mixed. Yeah. And I feel like that for me would be um, all of these red flag emojis. So, yeah, I would definitely uh, begin the conversation around that because that's one of those things that, depending on how deep it goes, would have me uh, rethinking this whole relationship, relationship, yep, all of it, on all of those things. And I know it would be tricky to separate because you, you lesbians and you already got a baby that you're <sighs> in love with. And so then it's like, oh, well, when can I come and see mm-hmm. Junior or whatever? We're going to have to cross that bridge when you get to it. Um, I think it is perfectly understandable that you would want a baby that looks like y'all, that looks like you. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, the great news is that uh, the current baby... <laughs> won't give a fuck. It's true. The current baby will likely be so excited to be a big brother mm-hmm. that they're not going to be like, but why doesn't he also look like Bubba Wallace or whatever? <laughs> you know, it's like, right. so why doesn't I don't... he look like my white dad that I don't talk to? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I think your girlfriend's definitely got some colorism issues that she needs to go ahead and straighten up yeah. before you decide to have some more kids with her, especially since you are dead set on not having a white baby. Or continuity <laughs> like, issues. <laughs> I know a lot of y'all just want all your kids to look like... <laughs> but don't... Like, who can... A lot of girls want their kids to look like they all came from the same daddy, even if they didn't. Why? Uh, it's this It's this shame in the culture around having multiple baby daddies. Or maybe this person just thinks that mixed kids are cuter. A lot of people think mixed kids are the cutest kids, which is so weird they to do. me because it's kids have really all kind of faces. And mixed kids are not statistically more attractive than anybody And this is where we get like extremely ugly biracial people walking around like they're the absolute shit because somebody told them having a white parent meant they were cuter than the rest of us. And you're just wrong. You were just elite. Yeah. (laughs) You were just wrong. Like that is just wrong. That's just incorrect. You look no better than anybody. So it's just, but I'm also just like, who, like, I hear what you're saying. And I don't even think that this applies because, um, this person is saying that the girlfriend is like, oh, well, my son is beautiful. Sure he is. Yeah. Nobody okay. said he wasn't. Talking about that. But if you were wanted for your son to have a sibling that looked like them, I'd still think that would be ridiculous. But I would imagine you'd say that. Right. It's just to sound like this person did. But there are plenty of people who have there are people who have kids with the same person. And, the kids and they look, look yes, one looks because like the mama is. and the other one looks like the daddy. It happens all the time. Yeah. Kids be all various colors all the time. And I just, if, if that's her reason, then I would frame it to her like that. Like, first of all, you can let go of what other people think your family is supposed to look like. Cause fuck that. But also biological siblings be looking different, different skin tones, different hair, different body shapes and be having Eyes. the same mama and daddy. They just do. They just do. So if that if that is her reasoning behind it, then I think that can be worked through. But if it's just like, no, I absolutely must have a biracial baby, no nigger babies, period, then that's a situation where I think you really need to, I would say, break up, not even just not propose. I would. But because who wants to, I'm sorry, the thought of being with somebody for two and a half, three years, and then this bitch pop up out of nowhere one day, like, oh, just so you know, I have no intention of having a black baby. I'm leaving you. 
Because I have every intention of having a black baby and nothing else. (laughs) I have no intention of having a biracial child at all. I personally feel like I have too much non-black blood in me. So I will be doing my best to make sure that if I reproduce, I am bringing additional niggerness into the world. So I really don't. I mean, and that would be regardless of my partner's race. I don't see me with a white anything. But regardless, I plan on having me a black ass baby. So a black woman not wanting a black child with two black biological parents. That is a giant red flag to me. Again, if I were dating a white man. (laughs) <laughs> this is so weird I'm sorry that is so weird I can't even imagine the white boy that could handle you <laughs> what he gonna do go to the club with you in Miami oh no 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 <laughs> there's probably some out there somewhere god bless them but like Jack if Harlow. that happens to be the hilarious case that was pl- girl you and Jack girl. Harlow it's a gay Jack Harlow out there yeah okay <laughs> So, see how you can't share things with friends? In that case, if they were like, but then even again, it's like, okay, right. Like, let's go and find a biracial baby because, you know, fine. Yeah, let's do that. But, like, I imagine at best, I'd be going half with a nigga that's light-skinned. And even then... It would be like so. Let's find the darkest donor nigger, we can. Right? Like, right? You mean, like I don't. <laughs> like, I don't see at any. I don't see why that would ever come to the table for me. That I would even need to consider it. And again, seeing as how both of you are black, I don't really understand what yeah, we're she's really uh, talking about here. She's tripping. Um, it, it would be a concern for me because typically, like, if I wanted kids, I'd be like, let's just have a healthy baby and great and whatnot. But if you were, like, insisted on having a white donor in the mix, yeah, I want to know why. I do too. I want to get to the root. Right. I want to get to the Because again, if you think mixed people are inherently superior to our black asses, I don't want to procreate with you. Yeah, that bothers me. Right. That that bothers me. Why do you think having a white parent makes the child better? It's just, that's not going to curl all the way over with me. I'm not actually going to be able to sleep well at night knowing that I'm laying next to somebody. Like, do you think I would be more attractive if I was mixed? Do you think you would be? How deep (laughs) does this go? That's a question. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, Ace, have that conversation with her. See if you can figure out where the desire is coming from. But if it's if it's still colorism at the end of the day and you know it don't sit right with you, then as much as you love her, it's best to cut the shit now before things get deeper, before y'all get engaged or married, before y'all certainly have this mixed baby together, like. It's better to know now as much as it might hurt to have to leave somebody. But I don't know. You're only 30. Me at my big age, I'm not finna sit here and coach a bitch through colorism. I'm not. We are entirely too old for that. Uh Uh-uh. That's self-hating bullshit. Never even, first of all, no. But you definitely need to have gotten rid of that long before you end up with me. So, um, Agreed. Yeah. Good luck, Ace. Let us know how it goes. I think we're gonna, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up the questions right there for this week. If you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com and we are gonna move right into the motherfucking read, girl. 
The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story, and we know that. But in this series, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR noir, if you will. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country that we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. So tune in now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. We are, indeed. Um, If you don't mind, I was going to say, I mm-hmm. do not mind going first. Um, First of all, a massive fuck you to the Donald Trump White House, to his staff, <laughs> to all of the Congress people. Um who were in office on or before January 6th. Um, And I am essentially talking about this story that came out this week where a bunch of the rioters at the Capitol said that just in case you did not know, they had several planning meetings with the White House and with different members um, of the Senate and House of Representatives. And this is the sort of thing that should be like, a massive story and it brings America to a fucking halt and everybody comes together and is like, bitch, this is psychotic. We need to expel every single one of the um, elected representatives who were involved with this. We need to make sure we bring like Donald Trump needs to be in jail right now. Anybody else who was involved in this insurrection. And instead it is like in one ear and right out the fucking other. Nobody gives a fuck that these people like straight up saying, hello, here's a list of the niggas that we met with. And that's how we knew exactly where to go. That's why we knew where the safe place was. That's how we knew to yank out certain people's panic buttons and where they mail was and secret corridors and bullshit. Like niggas who are currently right now sitting in Congress had everything to do. This was nothing about this was a surprise to them Mm -hmm. because they sat there and gave them niggas the fucking map and was like, here's what you do and how you do it. And this country is just like, well, interesting story moving right along. Bitch, what? (laughs) This bitch is going to collapse. I'm sorry. This is Rome 2.0. It's It's going to fall apart. It is a joke over here. I cannot believe this country is real. Like, it's not real. This isn't real shit going on here. So it's only a matter of time. Um, a massive fuck you to them for that. Um, also to Judge Bruce Schroeder of Kenosha County Circuit Judgeship. Don't really know, but he is the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse. Um in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, I'm sure all of you remember. Um, I tried to wipe this from my mind. Yes, last year when Kyle Rittenhouse, who was 16 or 17, killed two people during um, 
protests related to, you know, the fact that black people are getting gunned down and nobody gives a fuck about American it. American hero. Right. If you ask certain people. Well, uh, this judge decided that prosecutors cannot refer to the three people that Kyle shot as victims. That's right. Two of whom died. These people cannot be referred to as victims. They can be referred to as arsonists or rioters mm. or looters. Wow. All of that is just fine. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my God. Right. All of that is just fine. However, they are not able. And I think the justification is like, well, he's saying that if he thinks these men were looting or rioting, then you can say they were looters or rioters, but you can't call them victims, despite the fact that two of the three died. They literally fucking died. Victim is not a loaded word in this situation because victim is literally what they are. They are victims of this man's actions. And had he chosen to not do anything, they would be living their life and going on about their business right fucking now. I don't even understand how this. To me, this news said, you know what? Don't tell me shit else about this trial. Actually, don't say one more fucking thing to me about it because it's not making sense that y'all are just like, oh, it doesn't matter. What? Victims? Where? Two people died? Never heard of it. And the judge is just like, yep, I decided. I said, that's cool. That's the way it's going to be. And no, you can call them looters, though, because weren't those niggers looting? Weren't they breaking into a Best Buy or whatever? And even if they were, what I think y'all don't understand here is like, even if they were stealing lamps out of Target or whatever, that does not give some random asshole teenager with a gun the license to kill people. He murdered two people and the judge decided they can't be called victims it reminds me of that asshole brock turner i think he's a swimmer or something for stanford and got off with like two weeks of probation or some shit like no jail time or whatever else that fucking rapist because the judge was like oh boys will be boys i don't want to ruin his life it feels like that to me like oh this is a 17 year old kid let's not call them victims because then y'all might think he did something wrong two people are dead they're dead Once again, this country is a shit show. And speaking of shit shows, the way y'all acted after the first episode of Insecure. This is one of mine. (laughs) Yes, I figured. But I just have to say, (laughs) I just have to say that um, if, if HBO violated your organization's trademarked property then that is one thing and i'm sure that your organization will see them in court if that i can't wait to see how that ends if 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 that makes it happen i can't wait i will say that first and foremost because intellectual property is a real thing so if somehow the hbo legal department let this shit slide and did something they should not have then okay y'all will see them in court i will also say as somebody who works um, with HBO legal, meaning me and friends sit here and record. And then we send it over to HBO legal. And they says, um, cut out half of this. <laughs> I would mm. be extraordinarily surprised if they didn't have all their ducks lined up. Because when I tell you these niggas are relentless and they go over everything with a fine tooth comb, I would really be shocked. I would, I would be shocked if something got past them on, you know, on air on that network. Y'all are doing a lot behind this AKA situation with Tiffany. 
First of all, Tiffany and Molly have been AKA since the very fucking beginning. It's the first one. We have yeah. seen them with AKA shit multiple times throughout the seasons. Other sororities have also been depicted on the show. If you remember, yeah, uh, Tiffany's husband is an alpha. When they was looking for Latoya, it was promo shots of Latoya doing the Delta thing with her line sisters or whatever else. Like, this is not the first time a sorority has been depicted. I think y'all just don't like Tiffany and or Amanda Seal. So y'all are doing the most behind this. But they don't like Amanda. I mean, and perhaps, perhaps y'all don't like Amanda, but... I mean, maybe they don't like the character Tiffany but either, but I don't understand what could be... is still... I mean, they don't like Molly, but they're not tripping off Molly having that AKA cup. So I think you're right True. about it being um, specific to Amanda. And I'm not going to get into that because I don't really care. But I would just like to remind y'all that this is acting and this is a fake television program. This is acting. <laughs> These people are actors. As Amanda said, when she got on Instagram and... Honestly, I applaud anybody who can get on their stories and not brush their hair first because I literally could never like I'm not that comfortable. But shout out to her for being yeah, in her fucking pajamas and getting on Instagram and being like, you bitches are doing the I most don't care. because y'all are. Y'all literally were doing so much over like, but, well, it's the history. It's the culture. It's about respect. No, it's about what we can do. And if your organization allowed Issa and Insecure to allow um or to depict tiffany in her letters or with the shield or whatever else and that's something you need to take up with your ogs that is not something to yell at Issa about because why would anybody who is not in the club care more than what the niggas in the club <laughs> said they could do that's what i don't get do you think the rest of us like i have all the respect for divine nine institutions because yeah, I mean, most of the people I know, honestly, are in them. Um, I have so many. In my and family. especially in college, y'all did a lot of community service. Yeah. <laughs> and the grad chapters now still be doing shit. They be trying to, you know, have tutoring yeah. sessions for these kids and whatever. So good. Like, I, I enjoy that part None of it. There's mindless psychos that right. step and scream. <laughs> they, yeah, Not they anymore, you know. Of, I mean, right. yes, y'all yeah. did used to absolutely clear the floor in college and be like, Either get stomped out or get out the fucking way. Which I mean, still do. It's fine. Fun. I mean, it's they do plenty of other things. Fine, <laughs> you know, that's homecoming, that's reunions, that's college shit, and that's fine. It's fun, and I'm happy for y'all to have your organization that you love and have so much pride in. But do you really expect the rest of us to feel as strongly about it as you do? Because why would we? We're not in it. We're just not in it. I can have all the respect for you and still be like, girl, I'm not going to take up the fucking cause. I'm not going to march in the streets with my tiki torch for y'all because <laughs> Issa told Amanda Seals to put on an AKA jacket. I don't feel that strongly about it. I don't give a shit. For me, it's not even that. It's just like, why do you? Like, I know that, you know. Oh, they about to tell you. They about to tell you why, y'all. No, you're not. Because <laughs> let me tell you who's not going to read it. You can, like, <laughs> save it. And this isn't even coming from a disrespect place because, like, I literally, the way that my brain is set up, I can't help sometimes but peel things apart layers mm -hmm. by layers yeah. and just try to figure it out. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, the amount of money and time that you still mm -hmm. invest into these organizations, oh, yeah. 
the like friendships that you build, many of you still have bridesmaids, maid of honor, so on and so, so great. forth. It's so great. Uh, their jobs and things like I'm not taking away any of that. Not to mention the harassment and sometimes violence that you have to put up <laughs> oh, with yeah. to cross the damn sands that burn or whatever in the first motherfucking place. I understand why people uh, wear their letters with pride and why a lot of that stuff means uh, so much to them. What I don't understand is where uh, the disrespect comes into play as it pertains to representation of these organizations, right? Like, you're talking about a a show about Black people, Mm -hmm. revolving Black people, many of whom went to colleges and universities. And so it's just, I don't understand why there is an issue with it. Like, again, Amanda's not an AKA. Yvonne is not an AKA. Mm-hmm. You know, but... As far as I know, Molly none of them are. <laughs> T- right. <laughs> Molly and Tiffany are. So why wouldn't they wear their letter and their shield or what? I honestly don't even know what that part is. When I saw people <laughs> be like, not my shield! My shield! You are in my shield! I'm like, who are you fighting? <laughs> You know the Thanos shield, the little, like, what is... the little thing, and each corner got a the different... crest. I mean, I think the crest is part of the shield job, but don't give me the line. Like I said, I'm not in the. Group. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I know that this is probably going to be so much ammo for people who are like, oh, well, you just don't understand. You know what the fuck you're talking about. I, I, I don't. Need oh no, I know what I'm talking about, but I don't have to care. The... I don't have to care I'm the way you do about <laughs> the fact that these are actors. Yep. Actors, they're acting. And we talk all about how we want representation all of the time, not just for Black people full stop, different kinds of Black people. That's why there's more than one soror on the goddamn show to begin with. They didn't just stick one kind of AKA in your motherfucking Because they could have just left it at Tiffany, and that would have been very stereotypical and very on brand. Right. Could have. But also, Tiffany's not a fucking st- serial killer, sex trafficking right. maniac. She's absurd and, you know, stush and whatever, but like... She wasn't even drinking in her <sighs> letters. She wasn't being ratchet. In fact, of all of them, Tiffany probably behaved herself the most <laughs> during that and episode. I, you point, <laughs> so weird. You pointed out something very interesting to me, too, which is that you expected niggas would have been more upset about the comment about Omega's parties. Smelling, smelling like, like booty holes. Hole. Because they straight up said that, like, you know, Omega and Omega parties do smell like booty hole. The, and so many responses to your tweet were like, well. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, that's blatantly disrespectful. And you don't see the Omegas being like, fuck Issa Rae, boycott HBO. Like, y'all are fucking crazy. I just like, Girl. for me, it, it really boiled down to what are we doing with this energy and why? Yeah. You know? And I've known, like, Black Greeks to be very, very protective to a degree sometimes that I find obnoxious <laughs> way prior to this. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, they will stomp you out. Yeah, they will. You know, they depending will. Depending on, you know, how... You, it, and it don't very, matter like, if you didn't even know. You didn't... Type energy. You don't yes. have to know nothing about the group. You ha- <laughs> It doesn't even have to be intentional. You had no idea what that sign like, or pose or whatever, man. I'm just colors. another nigga. I'm just another nigga not trying to cause no problems. My auntie had an AK umbrella and it's pouring outside. I was not trying to perp. Please relax. Do y'all even hear the words you use to talk about this shit? 
Sweetie. Yeah. I just think sometimes it's like, okay, let's, why, what is what is this? Let's, what are we doing? Let's argue about what are we doing with this energy. <laughs> let's argue about Issa having Lawrence pick her up at LAX and drive her ass home, which round trip is easily at least $70 worth of lift rides. At least. <laughs> just to break up with that nigga on the sidewalk. Said, let's talk about that. <laughs> As someone said, Insecure Mondays are always great. They are. (laughs) They are. We always love the post-Insecure debates and stuff, but usually they're more grounded in something that was like a clear part of life. Like, you know, like meant to be discussed. Yeah. I did not see this coming. I really didn't. But this is like, what are we doing? When me and Fran recorded Insecurity, I think I said one thing, which was like, you know, from the beginning of the episode, it was clear that Tiffany don't care about nothing. But her man and her AKA, because she was decked out in pink and green from the very beginning, I knew she was going to stay that way for the whole reunion. But I. But that's Tiffany. Right. I mean, so first of all, it's Tiffany. Secondly, that's black alumni. You think black alumni don't come back on campus fully decked out in they shit and or they colors for the whole weekend? You need to get to know some niggas because, yes, they do. And third, like, I don't know how to say it again or be kinder about it, but like, this is fake. This, they are acting. Tiffany is not disrespecting your organization. Amanda Seals is not disrespecting your organization. Melina Matsukas is not disrespecting your organization. Issa Rae is not disrespecting your organization. I just don't, I really. There were so many things to argue about. And yet, I think still, even today, Thursday, as we record this, niggas are still arguing about it. I'm like, it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long season. Then the director came out and was like, oh, girl, we don't even know what they're talking about, sis. (laughs) We ride or die. Like, we would never. Oh, my goodness. We know it's season five and it's Benty. But, girl, you know that we would never do that. It's just not so that's that just deep. Like, it's just not that serious. Flame so many people. Then even Greeks who were like, girl, it really isn't that deep. <laughs> like, yes. then they saw that and were like, okay, well, now I feel stupid. You know what I mean? Right. So. I mean, and that's true. It's like, just a mess. I, it, please, AKAs, you don't have to tell me that most of you don't feel this way. I know that. I'm talking to the people who decided to make it a thing when it just did not have to be a thing. Are y'all? Never mind. Never mind. It just, it was, <laughs> it was just absurd. It's still absurd. It really I'm glad he posted so that clip from Awkward Black Girl because I went back and rewatched yes. Awkward Black Girl. Still good. <laughs> so good. And that's why I'm big sister naughty nasty Nina today. <laughs> <laughs> to remind to Tracy you, Oliver, do y'all girls even know? Do y'all right? Do y'all oh know that goodness. that's? But yeah, uh, Jeremy the doll, <laughs> Jeremy Patty, Jeremy, what's her name? Was it Patty? I think. Jeremy, uh, old girl who stayed having a Kleenex. <laughs> yeah. Um. But what did we used to call? What? Did, what was what? Did we call? Did we dub her like sick girl? Like so, I feel like maybe yeah. We call her I mean, but I feel like yeah. Issa was giving everybody nicknames then. Like there was she was yeah, Jay, and then there was White Jay, and I'm pretty sure this yeah. was Jeremy Patty. So, but yeah, like just to let you hoes know that Gamma Ray is not a game. It's not a Jeremy joke. It's not Patty. fun. You bitches don't get to claim Gamma Ray when you not one ho. Like, are y'all? <laughs> Do y'all understand? Like, we're all very grown. I'm leaving it alone. I'm leaving it right there, but I just want y'all to... At least when we're, like, being black, like, together. Calm your pussy down. If legal wasn't on they shit, then okay. But otherwise, y'all are doing the most with the absolute goddamn bottom of the barrel least. And I'm done. So fun. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, I was going to mention that um, and how I feel like, you know, a lot of misplaced anger and <laughs> better things. Just about anything else? Personally, yeah. my opinion. Still love you. Let's great yell parties, at Lawrence. <laughs> you know. Um, oh, yes. Some of my best friends are AKAs, you know. <laughs> I have so many AKAs. <laughs> Now I sound like racist. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. But for real, like, it's just when you... Okay, anyway. So the other group, I think that could possibly um, use a similar toning down. Uh, Kyrie Irving fans. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Throw them in jail. <laughs> Kyrie Irving fans. Well, Kyrie Irving himself. <laughs> unvaccinated. Yep. Proudly unvaccinated. Apparently not planning... To actually haven't read if there's an update on this. No, he's uh, not. But he's just yeah. going to keep losing money. So he's not permitted to play with the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. in the National Basketball Not Association. at home. I don't know why I love saying the National Basketball Association. It just make you feel like you know what but you're anyways, talking about. <laughs> yeah, because I do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they told Kyrie to say his black at, unvaccinated ass at home then. <laughs> And <laughs> niggas turned out in, dr- I mean, mm-hmm. pulled up Insanity. to the arena um, and demanded, I mean, full on brawling, riding, pushing down barricades and getting arrested and shit, yep. chanting, let Kyrie play. Guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> Say it again. What are what are what are any of us doing? What are what are we doing? What are we doing? Again, your bloodstream is yours. I'm tired. Yeah, you know this is your immune system, not mine. At this point, at this juncture, it's on you. So what you want to do? Um, parent sounding like my mama from Ben Rouge, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but for you to say, I am going to put on my Crocs and my sweats, correct, and I am going to go down to the basketball arena, and I'm going to scream in defense of this unvaccinated man. They did. They did do that. That is probably less likely to die of COVID because of wealth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And is likely at home playing 2K, mm-hmm. edging, or I don't know, waiting for some bitches to come up. Not edging. All right. And. <laughs> you thought I didn't know what that was. here <laughs> you are. I knew you knew what that was. <laughs> here you are. Oh, shit. Ready to go to jail. Yep. Ready to be arrested by the NYPD. Mm-mm. Nope. Over a basketball game. We're not even talking about like, oh, this was Kyrie Irving who was headed down to the Supreme Court to fight for <laughs> racial justice. Right. Like, Mama was going to play basketball. Not even that Kim Kardashian shit where it's like Kyrie Irving is going to talk to Congress about innocent people being in <laughs> right. jail. 
this is about a very rich nigga being very anti-science and deciding that like all the public health experts know more than he does about a vaccine and he should not have to protect himself and others in order to play a game. That is that is what that is about. This was not Kyrie Irving stomping it down to the offices to speak with the arena or the NBA about better ways to keep event staff safe. Um the women and children that come into the to the games mm-hmm. or maybe even how to better protect players that are nope. have things thrown at them. Not a question. This was simply just this nigga going to play basketball as he has been doing for years and will continue to do whenever he is able to do so. And you decided to go to jail. Yeah. Jail. Correct. Jail. Yep. Incarceration. In defense of a rich nigga who doesn't want to get vaccinated to go and do his goddamn job. That would be better protecting everybody <laughs> who steps into that building. This for you. <laughs> Kyrie Irving ain't about to be destitute. Yep. Ain't. That nigga ain't about to have to, to resort to ham and cheese Lunchables mm-hmm. like some of your own goddamn selves. Right. And here you are, stacking bail Mm -hmm. and bonds Mm -mm. on top of whatever else. In New York City jails. No, thank you, bitch. I never, ever want to be arrested in this city. (laughs) Not ever, bitch. Girl, hell no. Guys, what are we doing? Trust and believe that if if Kyrie Irving was really about to be destitute, he would just go get the fucking jab. He would just do it and get back to playing that game. He would. Same way y'all would. Here we are, though. Here we are. Let's just make choices. Let's make the right ones. You know, even if they are selfish choices. Because the most selfish thing that you could have done in this situation would have been to sit your ass home. (laughs) And at best say, wow, that's unfortunate. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe order a pizza. Wow. Last but not least, I just want to um, go ahead and say to all of you who think that you're slick, sly, or funny, sending me a whole bunch of candy corn concoctions that you have found on TikTok or wherever the fuck, as it's supposed to, like, like, is it supposed to prove your point that you're right and I'm wrong about the statements that I made about candy corn not being as nasty as y'all trying to make it every single fucking October? Because it's not. Because let me tell you something. Most of the shit that y'all are sending me isn't just candy corn by itself. You're sending me something that would be nasty regardless of what candy they threw in it. Okay? If you made air airhead chicken wings, okay, or Jolly Rancher Jambalaya, I still wouldn't fucking eat it. Because that's nasty. It doesn't matter that it's candy corn. Of course, it'd be nasty if it was candy corn in there, bitch, because gross. It just shouldn't happen. And someone also sent me like a candy corn margarita or something. A, I might try it if it was really hot. Oh, gross. (laughs) But B, B, odds are I would turn that away the same way I would likely turn away any alcoholic drink that has candy in it. Because why? I'm an adult. Don't waste my time with that. (laughs) Give me an extra shot and take the lollipop out of it. 
Are we, are we at the Sugar Factory? Is that the place with the big ass goblets mm-hmm. of, with of ridiculous Willy drinks Wonka and yep. shit and all over it's it? It's just milkshakes with giant chunks of candy in them. Yeah, that is Sugar Factory. That's for babies. <laughs> it's for birthdays. That's when you go to exactly when you take your baby <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show out for my if it, my baby turning five. <laughs> And you take them to, like, <laughs> a nice restaurant that's a little mm. more expensive than typical. And they get a milkshake that has, like, a unicorn uh, lollipop and cookies and shit coming out of it. Mm. And it is obviously a virgin milkshake. I mean... And then you have your adult drink that at best has sugar or salt on right. it. Right. I'm not, like... I'm not doing that. Even though, you know... I would still try the candy corn margarita just to piss <laughs> you off. Now what? So gross. I wasn't talking about none of the weird shit that bitches do with candy corn. I was talking about candy corn by itself. Candy corn bratwurst was not part of this conversation. It wasn't. Gross. It wasn't. But if you stick pink starburst in there, just as gross. It's true. They don't belong regardless. So Acting like you had a point. Y'all better get the fuck up out of my mentions with that bullshit. <laughs> Raising my damn blood pressure. I'm going to... I'm going to have a... Fuck around. I'm going to have a fucking candy corn mukbang. You bet not. And I'm going no. to post it I everywhere. won't watch it. Candy corn milkshakes. Gross. Margaritas. No, that's so nasty. Chicken wings. Gross. Candy corn and cheese french right. fries. This is why. With chili. All right. Nope. Nasty. Candy corn chicken sandwiches. Candy corn okra. Candy corn chitlin. Do I deserve this conversation? I feel like I don't. I feel like I don't do Yeah, you're right. I, you like didn't I, do I did not do nothing, and yet I'm being assaulted. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand. Did you see the video of the little girl who did her own eyebrows, quote-unquote? Oh, yeah. Oh, what did I did? <laughs> so cute. Impossible! But, like, <laughs> there's so many nuances. Her little like, face. Like, the very beginning of the video where she, like, almost walked into the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, I did it myself. And her little face. <laughs> right. I did it myself. She thought she was and in she trouble. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. It was so cute to her mom. I love that her mom was like, you don't have to be sorry. Do you right, like it's it? It's your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bitch, I'm not the one out here with fucked up eyebrows. You do my brows, girl. <laughs> and she still got dragged. You're a naughty bird. <laughs> don't call me a naughty bird. You can tell her mama was tired of being called a naughty bird. Like, that's yes, like your you first time that calling the me that. Bird thing is the, yeah, it's been going on for a while. I don't know if it's on Peppa Pig or something, but she is tired of yeah, being maybe. called a naughty fucking bird. Yes. <laughs> but that video is so cute because she looked at herself in the mirror like, now wait a minute, bitch. I thought. Legit <laughs> shock. <laughs> she was like, I knew I slayed this. <laughs> like, I knew that I was sitting. What did I did? Impossible! <laughs> it's like, that's the type of shit that makes you want to have a kid. Yeah. And, you know, briefly. <laughs> for about 45 yeah, seconds. Yeah. And then somebody else on TikTok is like, oh my God, raising children is hell. And I get over it. Yeah. But Then Link hopped on my bed with a tennis ball and dropped it on my knee. Yeah. Looked back and forth at me like, get to You it. know what time it is. So. Excuse me. Do it. And I feel like, you know. The way I would struggle with a pet, I would struggle a hundred times more with an actual human thing. You would have to. Right. Yes. Because they just need so much. Like, Link, you can leave Link at home all day without going to jail. <laughs> you cannot do that Pretty much. with your baby. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 somebody breaks down your door and your infant is in there by itself and it's been there all damn day, guess what? You're going to prison. And that's your bad. And I, 
still can't like to this day, if I'm going to be out of the house for more than like three or four hours, I leave a TV. I was gonna on. say you gotta do something. My hoodie is. Because that's out, gonna be like your something. ass when you come back. She gonna fuck everything up. Like, oh, I've been a bad She literally <laughs> She literally <laughs> <laughs> Link be like, you were gone for five hours, so clearly you were never coming back. <laughs> Last time I was gone for like five hours, I came back home. Like, typically she'll get up when she hears me and she's like, oh, hey, he's home. It's the person. No. Nope. And then... <laughs> Last time I came around and she was like in her little bed. Oh my god! She just did not move. Oh. She just looked at me and she was like, Mad. <laughs> "Hey, girl." <laughs> An attitude. So you came back, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had to literally be like, "Hey, mama!" Hey, mama! And then she hopped. She's up. like, "Oh, we still love each other?" Because I was thinking she that I would never see you again. <laughs> she literally looked at me like. Okay, Okay. Cool, so you decided to come back, thought you had left me for dead. You cared. But it's fine. Meanwhile, you ran a few errands. <laughs> so There are toys everywhere. You have the TV's so on. much to do. You can do whatever you running, want in this house. <laughs> socks. You have so much There's room. food and water. You could have just took a nap. Instead, you decided to be... Extra. You have 12 beds. <laughs> 12 be- Like, everything. You sleep anywhere you want. I love her. No, I stand. What did I do? Well, that's it. I'm done. Oh, God. All right. That will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media. (laughs) That will wrap it up again, child. (laughs) We are online at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Anything else for you, friend, before we leave? Yes. I just really quickly wanted to say um, shout out to a bunch of the gay queer rappers that have been rapping oh, okay. for a while. Um, Bryant, Medino Green, Last Offense, Why Young Red, Tori Fix, Cakes the Killer, Leaf, Zebra Cats, Kevin Abstract, Fox Giselle, Deadly, Mickey Blanco, Fly Young Red. Okay. I know, I'm like, probably forgetting like a lot of notable. I know, people, like, five of them now. I just wanted to say, like, yeah. Shout out to y'all. I've been, you know, seen and heard. And, you know, these are talented people that have been working for a long time. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes the straights need some assistance. Mm. And beautifully, Lil Nas X and uh, Saucy Santana, I think, have helped uh, bring some more eyes to black, gay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, But they're not the only ones. Mm. And so I just wanted to shout out some other people that have been doing dope stuff. And yeah, go and show them some love if you haven't already. And you're yeah. like, or if you're like, you know what? I love this gay hip hop shit. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Oh, and you know what? Speaking of black gays, I just want to remind those of you who don't seem to understand this that like black people are also queer. We are all yeah. over the leg booty community. Um, what's that girl's name? Miss One Hand on Your Frontal. What's her name? I don't know her name. The the very, very light-skinned girl who did that video talking about, why you being weird to me? That girl. I have no idea. Whatever her name is, her her handle online is Don't Call Me White Girl. Um, <laughs> because she's that I've light. I've never heard of her. Well, I don't know how you haven't seen these videos, but... Um, I just Googled Don't Call Me White Girl. She's, uh, she has one of these YouTube podcasts and... Um, Mona Love? The, okay, so her name is Mona. 
And there's this clip going around where she was like, I agreed with a lot of what Dave Chappelle had to say. The gays be doing the most. And I'm just saying, y'all, we support the gays, but the gays don't never support Black Lives Matter. And when I be out at marches and stuff, the gays don't never be there, but we supposed to care. And I was just like, (laughs) y'all are so fucking stupid. Y'all are so fucking stupid. Like, first of all, we can't have nothing. Because I was definitely using her little <laughs> clips and her reactions as memes. I was. So first of all, not to delete all that shit because you said something so fucking ignorant and Ugh. then doubled down on it. But also, like, what exactly about Dave Chappelle did you agree with? And do you understand that you sound just as dumb as he does when throughout that entire special, he said the LGBTQs and the blacks as if there are n- no people who reside at the intersection of those two things? There are so many of us. And bitch, is a 0% chance you have been at a rally or a march or a protest and not seen no gays because black gays be holding that shit down. We literally the so main like, ones. Girl, go to hell. Be there first brightest Go to loudest hell. like what are you talking about for niggas about, that don't sis? give a I'm fuck so about us tired of this shit <gasps> okay like y'all jump over us every single motherfucking yep. time like we not dealing with them and you yeah we're dealing with both of y'all and all of y'all are getting on our fucking nerves so how about that that's it well, I'm done I think that wraps yes. up everything this week have a lovely one, girlfriends and guy <laughs> friends and non-binary friends. And we will see you next time, hoes. Skittle, marinky, dinky dink. Skittle, marinky, do. I love you. Uh, you remember that shit? We're talking about each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye, y'all. <laughs>